Well, hello there, and welcome back to the Healthy Gamer Girl podcast, episode three. I am Liz, a certified nutrition consultant, a pretty avid gamer, all-around nerd, and your host. And today, I want to talk about something that's really important to me, and probably you, and that is caffeine. And I'm not here to say on this show that you shouldn't drink caffeine or caffeinated beverages, that you shouldn't consume any sort of stimulants. I just want to help you do it in a better way. So today we are going to talk about caffeinating better. So if you're anything like me, you can't give up your coffee. And it's not just an energy thing or a headache thing or a waking up because it smells so good thing. It's pretty much everything. I know that my mood is better when I'm drinking coffee. My focus is better. My concentration is better. Pretty much everything. And that's not entirely in my head. So caffeine actually works by increasing your dopamine levels, which makes you feel happier. And if that sounds familiar, that is because it actually activates the same part of the brain as cocaine, other amphetamines, and heroin. It just has milder effects. So it also blocks adenosine receptors, which stops you from getting drowsy. So it's like a lot of other drugs in that basically it keeps you awake and it makes you happy. So, okay, it's not, not looking good so far. But caffeine has been shown in studies to increase the ability to learn by increasing comprehension, memory, your reflexes, which is interesting, and clarity of thought. So this is why a lot of athletes actually will consume caffeine before a game or before working out. And I'm going to pretend that that applies to me and say, well, if I drink caffeine before a raid, maybe my reflexes will be better and I can get those extra spells off, right? Eh? Let's see. Justifying. So caffeine, (laughs) as fabulous as it sounds, does actually have some negative effects. The first is insomnia, which I'm sure if you're like me, you've experienced so many times because with the stimulant effects comes the inability to sleep. So the thinking behind this is that it makes your brain overactive and you can't sleep because of that. And then there's the, the um, fact that because caffeine is a diuretic, it'll actually wake you up in the middle of the night to keep your bladder moving. Uh, so peeing a lot, as weird as that sounds, can keep you up at night. But you know that. You wake up in the middle of the night and you have to go to the bathroom and you think, oh, should not have had that drink. So another side effect of caffeine is actually speeding digestion, which forces food out the back door just a little bit faster than it should if you catch my drift. So that just means you might not be absorbing as many of the nutrients in the food or just having a really unpleasant bathroom experience, and I'll leave it at that. There are a lot of other effects of drinking coffee, both good and bad, but honestly, I don't really feel like we need to go over all of them because if you're anything like me, you've already made up your mind that you will continue to keep drinking caffeine, at least in some quantity, So we might as well talk about how you can do that in the most effective way as opposed to talking about not drinking it at all. Let's quickly talk about the average caffeine content of some typical beverages just so you sort of get the feel. So your average cup of coffee, which is about 6 ounces, has around 140 milligrams of caffeine in it. Similarly, the same size cup of tea has about 80 milligrams of of caffeine in it. Not too shabby. Your average 8-ounce energy drink also has 80 milligrams of caffeine. But here's the thing. 
when you buy an energy drink, what do you normally buy? I don't typically get the small Red Bull that's eight ounces. I typically get the larger, I get Blue Energy these days, but they have Blue Energy or Rockstar or Monster. They're all that large 16 ounce can. And of course, it's not like I save half of it for later. I pretty much chug it on the spot and then sometimes buy a second one for a little bit after. So it's definitely more than the 80 milligrams. Now green tea has about 40 milligrams, so that's the least amount. So if you just want like a mild caffeine buzz, just go with green tea. Or, and here's actually something that made me laugh, milk chocolate. Apparently milk chocolate and dark chocolate have caffeine. So dark chocolate has 35 grams for about a one ounce serving, and milk chocolate has 15 grams of caffeine. For a little bit of for a one ounce serving so if you have an out if you have chocolate you're actually getting caffeine it really will keep you up on a completely unrelated yet still somehow kind of related note the lethal dose of caffeine is 10 grams so the amount of caffeine that it would take to kill the average person in one dose is 10 grams now compared to how many cans of energy drink that is look at it this way Energy drink is on average 160 milligrams for that 16 ounce can and 10 grams or 10,000 milligrams would be 62.5 of those 16 ounce cans of energy drink. That is a lot. I can't even imagine. So if you're worried about dying because of your energy drink consumption, it might take a while to get there, but that doesn't mean that you should still be going crazy and just drinking this stuff all the time. Now we can talk about when it is more appropriate to drink it. Your body is in a natural rhythm of energizing itself, so to speak, through the hormones it creates, namely this hormone called cortisol. It's also the stress hormone that more or less alerts you when you're in danger or when your body thinks you're in danger. This hormone keeps you pretty awake and active and it cycles throughout the day. So for instance, between 8 and 9 in the morning, your body's making more cortisol. Similarly, between 12 and 1 in the afternoon, your body is producing cortisol. And again, it happens between 5.30 and 6.30 at night. Okay, makes sense. So during these times, and again, that's between 8 and 9 and noon and 1, and then 5.30 and 6.30, your body is already energizing itself. The added caffeine won't really do that much. What it will do is almost make you tired from overstimulation. And honestly, it's just going to make you pee a lot more and dehydrate you and raise your blood pressure and your heart rate for kind of no reason. You won't necessarily be that much more alert. Of course, after your body is finished making this cortisol and that's run its course, you have dips in energy. That's the time to caffeinate. So between 9.30 and 11.30 in the morning, and then again between 1.30 and 5 at night, or in the afternoon really, that's when you're going to want some coffee or an energy drink or whatever little pick-me-up you need. It's like the five-hour energy, like that 2 p.m. slump. That's actually kind of true. Now that we've talked about the effects of caffeine, the amount of caffeine in various beverages, and the times of day when you, it benefits you most to actually drink these beverages, I want to talk a little bit about hydration. So we mentioned before that caffeine is a diuretic and makes you pee more. 
This means that you're going to be more dehydrated. So despite the fact that you're actually drinking a beverage when you drink caffeine, you're going to be less hydrated than if you were to have just drank water. You can mitigate this by, of course, drinking water. And a good rule of thumb is that for every cup of coffee or every cup, can of energy drink, you drink 8 to 16 ounces of water. This might seem crazy, and it, yes, will probably make you pee even more than you would be normally, but it's going to keep you properly hydrated, and that's going to keep you more alert and less sleepy and functioning more efficiently. So basically, if you want caffeine to really be able to do its thing and keep you alert and awake and well-functioning, you should probably also hydrate. So to recap, how to drink caffeine more effectively, you should be drinking it between 9.30 and 11.30 in the morning or between 1 and 5 at night when your body is naturally in this cortisol slump and not producing its own energy, so to speak. Whenever you're drinking coffee, you should also make sure that you're hydrated enough so that you can stay focused and you can stay um, alert. This is also just so that you can stay hydrated and your body can function as it should. It's pretty simple. And honestly, it's not that big a deal. You'll probably actually enjoy the whole experience a little bit more anyway, not feeling so dehydrated and a little bit sleepy. If you really enjoyed this and you want to know more about caffeine, you can check out the show notes at healthygamergirl.com slash show notes, and there will be links and infographics on caffeine and coffee, mostly because I'm kind of obsessed with this topic. I try to justify it a lot. And if you want to hear information about a specific topic, please feel free to drop me a line. Again, healthygamergirl.com. There is a link on my blog. Just send me an email and I will create a podcast to respond to your question. Or at the very least, I'll email you back. So thanks for listening. And until next time, stay healthy and happy gaming.